Hello and welcome to another episode of More Than Beauty with Daniel and my friend Jennifer. So today is going to be a podcast that you'll never forget. And I know I talk a lot about business. I talk about life, but here's the deal. The day that you wake up in life and know your calling, you know your purpose, is the day that you find happiness in your world. Um, this guest that I'm bringing on today is so special. I had the pleasure of meeting her in 2001 when I was buying my first home purchase. And little did I know that this home purchase would be a part of my life forever, not because of the home, because of, because of the relationship. So welcome to this episode, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad we reconnected too. Oh my gosh. What an amazing, amazing <laughs> thing that I got to see you on Sunday. Um, this podcast, I've been wanting for a long time to really bring people in and let them know that the world has a lot of things going on that maybe they don't know about. And, you know, some topics are considered rare, but indeed those topics aren't rare. So when I had the pleasure to meet you and work with you a long time ago, um, of course, I had crazy hours with my work and you were so incredible as a realtor um, to meet us on weird hours. And I remember one time you asked if it was OK to bring a little buddy with you. And that was Lily. <laughs> and I remember seeing her and how absolutely adorable you had her dress so cute that day um, as we were walking. Yeah, I don't know how you remember all that. That's funny. I, she <laughs> was adorable. Totally, I know exactly like the whole moment. And uh, it was so amazing. But I want to talk a little bit about you and your journey and Lily. Now, people that know me know that I have a, a major passion for giving back. I, I love to give back. I believe that you know, there, there's a passage that we all should live by to who much is given, much is required. And um, in this life, I feel like we've been given a lot, whether it's love, health, wealth, whatever that might be. And uh, so I want to share your story. So um, guys, get ready wherever you are. If you're driving, if you're working out, this is going to be a podcast. It's going to touch your heartstrings. And I hope it just helps you realize that so many people going through life are strong and they're powerful. And so I'm going to introduce you to one of the strongest ladies I've ever known. So Jennifer, um, Lily, let's tell me a little bit about Lily. Lily was born when? Okay, so Lily was my first daughter, my firstborn child, and she was born um, May the 26th, 2001. And um, I took some time off um, having her and I took some time off. And then when it was time to go back to work, I, of course, was in a model home selling houses. And um, that's how I met you and, and Jody. So that, that was a, um, a blessing in disguise years later. But that was 19 years ago. <laughs> So yeah, right. And I, yeah. So yes, she was born, um, 2001 and, um, she was a gem. She really was. And I say was because we, you know, lost her, but we, um, we enjoyed every single second that we had with her. And she, at the age of eight was diagnosed with, um, a cancer called neuroblastoma. And at the time we didn't even know what that word meant. Um, she really had no signs of, um, of having cancer. And this is kind of a silent cancer. It's a, she had a solid tumor in her abdomen, but by the time we found it, um, or she was even showing stomach pain signs, it was already stage four. Mm -hmm. And so, um, September the 5th, um, 2009, she was diagnosed with neuroblastoma and we are immediately, you know, admitted to the hospital down at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. So 
it's one of those things and because of who you are and you and your family are so loved by everyone here in the community word travel fast and you know all of us that knew you and have got if you know you we love you and uh we heard and that was kind of one of those moments where I was, I was just going through life, you know, in my own lane, doing business, trying to make money, trying to be successful as a lot of people do, you know, mm-hmm. we get in our heads, we get in our own mind. And when I heard the story, I was like, oh my gosh, that sweet little girl, the baby girl that I met and Jennifer, like, how would they go through this? So really I owe it to you all, the Anderson family. Um, you all were really the first ones to open my eyes to what childhood cancer was like. And you know, then people started popping up. It seemed everywhere around us. In fact, another family there in the neighborhood um, popped up and then someone that we worked with and it was just, it was happening. And I was like, this, this isn't rare. And as, as I kept hearing people say it's rare, I'm like, it's actually not rare. And um, so Lily, this young, little tenacious angel with tons of personality, how would you describe her? Like, I I know what I've seen of her in videos, but how would you describe Lily? (laughs) She was so silly. Um, She was funny and she was, um, well, we describe her as glitter because she was super tiny and shiny and she was all over the place. And people would stop me in, in stores when she was really little and they would say, oh, there's something about her. And, you know, as a mom, you just go, oh, I know. Thank you. And you just carry on. But Honestly, I do truly believe that there was something about her and she was sent here with a job to do. And so um, I just remember a couple incidences where people would stop me and say there's something about her. And then when she was diagnosed, um, she remained so happy and strong. And, you know, but when people met her, they never forgot her. It was almost like they that she stuck with them. And so we describe her as glitter. And um, yeah, it's a great word. And nobody really likes glitter in their house, but it's kind of funny. I wrote up, I wrote this book. This is our journey and it's called glitter um, just because she was, you know, tiny, shiny and all over. But um, I, I take the book, I'll tell you a secret. And I put glitter in every single one, but nobody knows it. And when you open the book and it spills on you, it's like, you have something that you have to handle, just like my family. You mm. have to handle it and you have to move forward. And so the glitter's on your lap and we were handed, we were given something that we didn't want either, but you have to handle it, you know? And so, so that's our, our little glitter, but she was funny, super funny girl, trendsetter. She was trendsetter, always, you know, deciding what was going to happen next in the whole fashion world. So I love that. I saw a video yeah. of her where she actually went to, Turner Field and sang on at the Braves. Like she sang her voice. My goodness, what a voice she had to be. Yeah, so- and right before that, she had to take chemo, and it was terrible because it was like timed. And so I said, um, you know, you have to take your medicine. And then she was ready to go out and sing the national anthem in front of forty thousand people. And I said, okay. Um, are you okay? And I need you to focus on one spot and put your earplugs in. And she goes, mom. I got this. Like she did, she was like, I got it. And she went out there and got the longest standing ovation in Braves history. So we were so excited. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember seeing the video and I was like, this yeah. girl belting it out. Mm-hmm. Um, what an angel. So Lily, like, does she have any distinguished qualities about her? Like a funny laugh or 
like, what do you remember most about her that just brought joy, pure joy to your home? She was so, she laughed all the time. She was so funny. I will, sometimes I'll hear Audrey, my other daughter laugh and I'll, I'll hear it sometimes. It's, it's just, she was infectious. She was contagious. She laughed so hard about things. And um, it was just, she was a gem. You know, it's amazing as we have now worked with childhood cancer for quite a while, um, mm -hmm. meeting the children or the families or the people, the common thread with all of these children is that they all are a special gift like Lily. They're, they're bigger than life personalities. They're smarter than an average. Like it's just oh. bizarre. And it leads me to believe like, you know, I, I'm not in this physical realm. I can't comprehend what might be happening from wherever, but it, it just fascinates me. I'm like, are, are we all saying, I believe that we're put here for a purpose for sure. But do they know, like, are these like little angels among us that they, they know that they're here for a moment. I, I read a book that was about that with a nine-year-old boy and um, very powerful story. And in fact, as I was reading this story, I was on the airplane. I got so lucky on this flight. We were flying our family to New York for Christmas. And uh, I, because I fly so often or flew so often, I was upgraded to first class and it, which was a blessing because I needed to read this book. And so I'm sitting there by myself in the window. And as I'm reading about this nine-year-old boy, I had to turn physically turn my body into the window because I was completely oh. unhinged, but it was the same thing, this kid. And he actually told the doctor that he knew that he was only here for nine years and it was to do a job. And so um, a very powerful thing that he did, but I, it just fascinates me that these children are so. They, um, she, she um, accepted it. Well, at, at the end, when we knew that there was nothing else that we could do, she actually, it's, it's in the book, but she actually said to me, um, she said, does daddy know that there's, I forget how the whole conversation was, but um, daddy was at work and I had found out some bad news that the tumors were in her spine or whatever. And, and she said, um, does daddy know? And I said, yes, of course, daddy knows. And she said, um, mom it's okay. It's time for me to go. Mm. She said, she said, it's okay. I want you to be okay with it. And now she was 11. And so I just, I mean, she was holding me instead of me holding her on the couch because as a parent, you want to fix things. You want to make it good and you want to fix your baby and you want to make them healthy. And she said, it's okay, mom, it's time for me to go. Like she understood where we were going she believed in it. She had faith in it. I mean, she, at one point she closed her eyes and I was just rubbing her arm. And she said, um, I see houses. And I said, and I looked, the pastor of my church was here at my house and I looked at him and I said, what is that? And he said, tell her, tell her to go to the houses. And she goes, I see houses, mom. I just need to cross the street. Now she was already like, there's stages of passing. And I said, cross the street, you know, like, we're just, we, we don't know what to do, but so it's real. Like she, she knew where she was going and she saw it and she, and I have peace knowing that, that she, she saw it because you are so scared for your baby to be alone or be, you know, but that it was a miracle. It was the worst day of our entire life, but it was actually a true blessing that she saw all that. And so. we're coming up on, on the anniversary of that, right? December 15th. 
December 15th. Yes. It'll be eight years. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine. I just can't imagine, but we do, there are those moments where you get those ahas from the other side or um, your faith that help see you through. Mm -hmm. Those are such wonderful things. You know, Lily, um, if you were given the gift of having Lily back for 24 hours, Mm. what would you do with Lily? Mm. You know, every, every day I, I ask for that. <laughs> I just wish I could have her back for, for a little while. Um, I don't know that I would do anything but hold her. Yeah. I, I don't think I, I would. I, I mean, I know she loved to do things and have fun, but I wouldn't allow it because I would want to hold her so tight for so long, you know? Absolutely. But as a parent, when you lose your child, that's all you want is just to touch, to smell, to hear, to, you know, just one more time because it's not enough. It's not enough. So I think people need to hear that in the, in the world that we live in, everything's so fast paced and we have so many goals and agendas and we lose track of what's truly most important. And when you talk to people like you that have had to go through the unmentionable, um, you know, just to hear what you just said is wisdom beyond for all of us, just to hold our child and be present in the moment. You know, of course they're loud and I have a six-year-old that is, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's like he's an IV drip of Red Bull or something. And as much as they can drive us crazy with noise or, or dirtying up the house or putting fingerprints on everything, how many people would just love to have fingerprints on something again. So yeah. putting things into perspective. Yeah. Um, now, getting to see you on Sunday was such a treat. It was such a treat. And I just know that it was supposed to happen. And uh, so there we were shopping. I was blocking the aisle with two shopping carts. <laughs> Not enough. You needed to have more for that little sweet Easton. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you shared with us what you're doing now. Listen, it is what you have done. So you have turned tragedy into the most beautiful thing. And you're creating glitter, right? Like you're hard to get you're this shiny right. beautiful thing yeah. with the most gorgeous eyes to this date that I've but, ever seen. Oh, thank you. You're going <laughs> to want to have some glitter in your house. You are. I mean, you know, it's, it's okay. Everybody, I know everybody's like, oh, glitter's everywhere. But then it's kind of like, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's cool. Exactly. So, you know, I, we've heard and we've donated to Lily's Run. Um, you have done so many things to bring awareness to other people that are going through what you and Joel had to go through and your whole family. And it's just amazing because, you know, in life, I often, when I'm teaching business classes, I'm like, you have two options in life. You can become a victim mm -hmm. or you have an opportunity to be a victor. And I believe you have, you and your husband have become so victorious over this. I know you hurt. I know you hurt. I can't imagine waking up any day um, to having that empty seat at the table or any of those. I just can't. And, but you do so much. And as I ran into you and we were talking and you were doing the most beautiful thing, um, with children. So, um, for Christmas here at the holidays, the, you have so many things going on. So would you mind just sharing some of those so that. Yeah, I would love to. So when, um, the first anniversary of her passing was coming, we really didn't know how to behave. We were supposed to sit around and cry or do we 
you know, have dinner together with the whole family. We just didn't, we, what do you do on that day? And so a friend of mine said, why don't you turn this dark day into something, you know, brighter and have a toy drive for the hospital, which we did live there for three and a half years. I mean, we were down at children's all the time. And I said, you know what? That's a great idea. So on December the 15th, the first anniversary, we went down to Vickery Village where we live and we had a little Christmas tree with lights and we gathered some friends with some candlelight and we probably had about 50 or 60 toys and we thought we were killing it. And we were so excited because we are taking these toys to the hospital. And the next year came around and the toy drive grew, toy drive, toy drive grew and then it grew again and grew again. And by last year, we were filling semis full of toys to take down to the hospital. And I'm talking, and the part of the reason we did this was because Lily always wanted to give to other kids in the hospital. And when we were there, sadly, they would, they would give out some things, but it was always like, what could we, we could make this so much better. Like I want at some point, I want every teenager in there to get an Apple watch from us. Or I want, I mean, I just, I'm, I want kids to leave there with a, you know, three Barbie dolls and a connect four, not a sticker, Thanks <laughs> exactly. for coming. you know, like the sticker thing. No. So anyway, so that's how the toy start, the toy drive got started. And, um, and this year we, it is called, we started our own foundation. Let me back up. We started our own foundation called the live a yes foundation because Lily always lived a yes. And the pastor of my church said, you know, he kind of coined that. He said, you know what, this little girl, even though she was sick and she didn't feel good, she always smiled and lived a yes. Mm. And so we started the Live a Yes Foundation. It's growing by leaps and bounds. But this year, because of COVID, um, we couldn't have the, the gathering together to get all the toys. So we went virtual. It's still amazing. You can um, go to our website, which is liveayes.org. And you scroll it down. There's a story all about Lily and our family. And you scroll down and it'll say toy shop or donate. And um, we're getting so close. We made so it so easy, by the way. We made it so easy. If you click on toy shop, it takes you to Amazon. If you click on donate, it takes you to how you can pay. And um, we are doing so great this year um, in both aspects. And, um, you know, it's getting so close to the time where I know Amazon times aren't getting the deliveries. So any donation that could be given helps us make huge changes at the hospital because we have big plans for children's health care. So it, it's big. And if if anyone's never if you've been lucky enough or blessed enough to have never walked through those halls during the holiday, um, I'm going to be interviewing part two with another mom. And I walked those halls at children's health care. Mm -hmm. Um, during the holidays where the little Christmas trees and the lights and the doors were wrapped in Christmas paper, Hanukkah papers. It's a lot. Um, mm -hmm. It's the most overwhelming. I, I actually went to my car when I left um, the, the next story that I'll tell. I went to my car and had to sit in the parking garage for about 30 minutes before I could, I couldn't see to drive. Yeah. Um, it, it was something that no family should have to go through. And you're bringing so much joy by saying yes. Well, um, and we got to partner with Children's this year. They asked us, they said, hey, we know you're the biggest toy drive and we need you to partner with us and create this toy store. And all the toys are gonna to be set up in a toy shop so that parents who are in the hospital with their kids, they go down to the store, they take what they need 
It's not, you know, here's one toy. It's yeah. take what you need. Here's a big Santa sack and you take what you need and the kids will have Christmas. And that's all because of the donations that we've been given and all the people who love Lily so, so much. So. What a beautiful thing. Like, I just, you just can't get enough of you. Um, and I'm <laughs> sad that we let so many years go between us. Terrible, like, terrible. Terrible. But I am so thankful that we we were guided into those paths. Me too. Today. So in closing, today in the world that we live in with all of the divide and anger and hate, all the things that we were not called to this earth to do, what do you think your wise now would be 19 year old, but 11 year old daughter. What do you think, Lily? What do you think she would say to all of us? She would say, um, giving wasn't canceled. Mm. Sickness wasn't canceled. Love wasn't canceled. Hope wasn't canceled. So we need to all come together because we only, we only have one shot at this, one shot. And be kind. She was always kind, sweet to everybody. So that's what she would say. I love that. Mm -hmm. You are so amazing. I can't thank you enough for your time, for all that you do for so many people, people that you'll never know. And uh, you know, there's a quote that says something like, um, you've never really found happiness until you can do something for someone that can never repay you. And you're living that through your yes. And <laughs> you pay the ultimate sacrifice. And I just love you. I love everything that you stand for. You're an amazing and such a beautiful soul. I so love you too. Thank you for sharing um, Lily with the world because everybody would have been so lucky to have met her. And uh, maybe I, if you'll give me after this, or you can tell me now how we could get glitter, if people can order it. Is it a book that- Oh, people... it's on Amazon. It is. Yep. Okay. Go on Amazon. Glitter. <laughs> it's a beautiful book. I love awesome. it. I made yeah. it small letters too. Cause she was so tiny. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just a, it's an easy read, but it's, um, it's hard. It's an easy, hard read. It's hard cause it's raw, but, um, Real it'll, life. it'll, it has a happy ending cause it makes you think about how to live a yes. You know, I love that. So we should yeah. all say yes and get up and do what we need to do to love each other. Yeah. You are amazing. I, Thank all of you, you that are listening to this podcast, I know that your heartstrings have been tugged on because I know my community of great people out there. Um, I'm going to link all the information that Jennifer shared with us in the show notes below. So we'll lift, link the, the website to donate if you would like to donate, the link for the book, um, Jennifer's information, and we hope that you all live a yes life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And until next time, stay healthy and love one another. Bye. Thanks.